Welcome to TY Hub Let's Talk Podcast, the ultimate destination for students and teachers alike. Get ready for an exciting journey as we dive into thought-provoking conversations with some incredible minds. In this episode, we'll be featuring Pat Murphy, a clinical reflexologist, yoga and meditation teacher, and a second-year student of counselling and psychotherapy at PCI College, who will share their insights on meditation, yoga, career and studies. So sit back, relax, and let the chat begin. This is TY Hub Let's Talk Podcast, shaping the future one chat at a time. Um, welcome, past to TY Hub Let's Talk. Uh, we're delighted to have you here today on St. Bridget's Day. Um, here. <laughs> hopefully uh we get to chat about everything that you do um can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and what you do today okay so i am a i suppose i'm going to tell you where i'm from because that's that's really important to my i think to my story i'm from um north cork very country, very rural. Um, it's called Ned. We have to mention that it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful place, a uh, place that I ran away from very quickly, but wanted to come back to, you know. Um, so background, I would have um, been in retail and sales for quite some time. Um, but behind the scenes, then I kind of was led in a different direction. And I started training 25 years ago as a, a reflexologist. And then you know, I built up all that and about 15 years ago, actually, 15, 14 years ago, uh, before the birth of my second child, I was sitting in traffic. It's a very long story, but I'll cut it short. I was sitting in traffic one day late to collect our first child, who was only um, a year, uh, maybe 14 months, I can't quite remember. And I was late, as I said, to collect from the wonderful crash, and I just realised I can't do this anymore, you know. Um, so after the birth of the child, and she was about six months old, I said to my husband, I'm not going back. I'm going to start up my own business. <laughs> and he was all for it. Great support. So I started uh, my holistic therapies business 14 years ago, about that, 14, 13, 14 years ago. And I am absolutely working in it industry that I love. I love my job. The reason I say all of that is that it, it wasn't a linear journey at all. It was ups and downs and challenges, met by challenges, um, dropping some therapies, collecting others, learning. Science is a huge part of what I do as well. And I love where I am right now today. And you're still, and you're continuing to learn as well as your your fantastic wellness center. Um, <laughs> you decided to add psychotherapy to just to to your 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 range of of uh, qualifications already, and it's yeah. just a continuous learning path for you as well as a career path. Well, I think education is incredibly freeing. And I know um, probably some of the teens listening to that now would probably be sick of hearing that from uh, from adults. Like, Ooh. But I promise you, it's freeing. And the journey into psychotherapy, I'm in second year with PCI College. Um, and it's a, a four-year degree course. And that, the decision to do that was a strange one as well, because 
Um, during the lockdowns, unfortunately, I had to close my business, just like all the other holistic therapists. We had to close our business, business ourselves, beauty therapists, hairdressers. We were all kind of together, if you know what I mean. So we had mm. to, to stop working. And instead of going completely insane, which I would have done, um, I started doing some online kind of holistic counselling courses. And then I spotted a PCI College's CERT course, which was completely online at that stage. And it was self-learning. So you just kind of got on with it. And then at the end of that, they very cleverly invite you to do the uh, degree. <laughs> is the most amazing thing I have ever started. Incredibly challenging because they kind of take you apart Mm. and slowly build you up and put you back together and it's of course it's completely autonomous as well you you must it's self-directed you must okay. put in the work um but i think if it wasn't for that and the lecturers and my fellow students the support network is just absolutely amazing so if it wasn't for that sorry um i wouldn't still be at it i'd have gone <laughs> and done something else or done nothing and stayed in the beautiful status quo that i have um, <laughs> But it's a nice calm. <laughs> uh, why do I need to do this? Why do I need to learn academic writing? Um, but you know, but it is it is for 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 the career that you have, mind, body, and soul is all connected. Um, so you can't you can't work on the body and the soul if you don't no. have the mind. So no. it, it makes the logical, uh, natural progression, isn't it? It um, is. Yeah. Definitely and and you that. work with you work with such a range of ages as well, Pat, from babies to uh, young adults, teenagers, and and older members, <laughs> our own ages. Um, tell us a little bit about what how you work with babies compared to you know what is it that you would do with babies because I know there's a lot of uh, teens that are interested in maybe careers with working in pediatrics um oh, yeah. so i you know do i know with um when you're having babies now they kind of say you know do baby massages and stuff like that and being a mom myself i remember when that came out and i was like oh my god how would i do that so yeah. there'd, there'd be fabulous places like yourself and people like or people like yourself and and the wellness you're wellness center down blarney that you can go and learn how to do baby massages and that is it you can, you can. so um about 17 years ago 18 maybe my before before my our oldest child was born actually so that would be 19 19 years ago i did the um the baby massage instructors course and use that i teach parents how to work with their babies but I kind of added to that then um, so my absolute true love is reflexology I'm a clinical reflexologist and it, the power of reflexology is mind-blowing it really is for all ages so for for the babies then the colic and uh, constipation and all of that but if they're unsettled it's just a wonderful way to to um, help them settle so to the uh, what I did was I kind of grew the course to involve of course massage because that's really really important reflexology acupressure and a beautiful sequence for lymphatic drainage so uh, boosting immunity um 
so they kind of get they get a lot of information um but you know what fiona whatever about the babies because they are of course vital mm. to the whole thing it's about parents well-being as well and the support network that they uh, the group you know they bond with each other which is what i was looking for please bond mm. with each other you know um so they're, they kind of set up their little WhatsApp groups and then they go and meet outside. So it's about the social aspect, the health aspect, mental and physical well-being for babies, but mm-hmm. mental well-being for parents, especially mothers. Most of my parents come in are mothers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's about that as well. It's, it's the mind, body and soul and spirit, as you mentioned earlier on. Um, it's just this... It's very special. I think it's really, it's, it's just observing the group and observing the babies growing every week. My God, they nearly walk up the stairs on the, mm. the last week they've grown so much. But it's really about the mothers. Mm-hmm. That's the parents, sorry. That, that's the crux of it. So, yeah. yeah. That's it. So you, you, when you start <laughs> off young, you're, you're giving them a good grounding and a good footing as well for um, their mind, body and soul. And, and you'd like you were saying, their immunity can be, boosted yeah. as well um yeah. the ball they live to be very balanced babies <laughs> so, well, so not all of us would have had that and not and not every teenager would have would have been brought up in that either so you've you've progressed then from the mummies and babies or parents and babies yeah. and, and toddler yeah. groups and then continuing mm-hmm. on with that um and you're also a yoga instructor I am. So I'm assuming that you do. You, this would be something that you would do with students, um, and bringing them a little bit of peace in the very busy day. Yeah. Um. So I, with with the yoga, that that for me, that would be the first thing that I would think of. That's what you would do with students from any age, really, is it? So there's two things. Um, the first one regarding yoga, I was incredibly lucky to be invited to teach yoga and meditation in our local secondary schools called Very God Small, where my three teens go to. Um, and also the primary school, um, school Kriisa, when they were there, I was teaching was kind of during health week, you'd, a parent mm-hmm. with the skill would be asked to come in. And that was just absolutely incredible. Um, so I teach summer camps as well, sewing and yoga summer camps. So you can kind of get, you can pluck your um, your students from the primary school to come in. You know, they just love the creativity of it. However, what I also do um, in my therapy centre, I work using reflexology uh, with teens who might be anxious, um, you know, who need a bit of grounding. Mm. Especially this time of year with exam uh, stress coming up, there are yeah. so many just... yeah, and they've all started their mock oh, exams yeah. this week as yeah. well. So yeah. I've seen some students are very very calm and and they know you know they're just going yeah. into it and this is their mocks, mm. this is a test, especially with yeah. junior cert, um, this is their yeah. first exams as well. That's so right. hopefully, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> to, being being a little bit of calm and grounding would it would definitely a bit of mindfulness is what uh what is definitely required this time of year. Well, actually, yeah, my my one of my our middle little girl has gone in today to English and she, at this moment she's probably waiting to start her English exam. But you know what, Fiona? Whatever about therapies and yoga and all of that, they're incredible. They really do work. 
But the one thing, if, if anyone wants to take one thing away from today, whether you're a, a child, a teenager or an adult, mm-hmm. is if you can regulate your breathing, if you can get your breathing okay. going, there's science, this is science backed. If you can really settle into your breathing and control it and stop holding your breath and perhaps stop mouth breathing as well. We have devolved to become mouth breathers, unfortunately, all of us. Is if you can just settle into your breath, the calmness that comes over and the clarity, because you need clarity when you're doing your exams, you know, you you can't be all fuddled up here or muddled, whatever the word is. Um, But if everybody can just settle into this five minute, 10 minute, whatever it takes, even one minute of conscious breathing will help you. And I promise you that that is scientifically proven to work breathing. Well, we do it for a quick, quick minute. Um, yeah. uh, turn the podcast. Like I think that let's might do it. Uh, let, let's <laughs> do it. Let's see what it's like. So, if you want to talk me through it, and I I'll pop mouth breathe. <laughs> Day keep on giving. Um, okay. <laughs> I'll try to breathe through my nose. Uh, I have got a bit of the the cold that's going on going around at the moment, but we. Um, you know, clear clear the mind. Is that what we're aiming for? Uh, and concentrating on your body breathing. That's so exactly what you're doing. Through that. What you're doing, just to let you know, Fiona, you're coming out of here. I know you mm-hmm. have to be here for what you're doing right now. But you're coming out of here and you're coming into your body and you're working on the diaphragm muscle and that affects everything. So, yeah, if you want to... This is great. Okay, so nice and tall, and your breathing will actually help your cold. Promise you. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're putting your feet firmly on the ground, and you're stretching out your toes, and you're just conscious of soles of the feet on the ground, nice and supported. You're aware now of the parts of your body that are touching your chair, and you're seeing what's happening with your back. And now you're taking your shoulders away from your ears, gently back away from your ears and let them flop down. Just let them flop down. And if you want to, to help you, let your arms also flop down beside you. You can put your hands on your lap as well, of course, if you wish. Otherwise, let them flop away down there and relax your fingers and your thumbs and your jaw. Because we clench our jaw all the time. So we're going to relax our jaw. And you're going to take a lovely deep breath in through your nose. And as you do that, you're aware of the breath as it goes in through the nose and as it fills your lungs. And it's really going to fill your lungs now. And as you do that, your tummy expands because your diaphragm does what it's supposed to do. It moves downwards. And now you're going to breathe slowly out through the nose again and control that out breath. Make it last longer than the in breath. Let it out, let it out, let it out. And at the end of the exhalation, start the breath in again through the nose. So keep breathing in. Your chest expands, your tummy expands. So that diaphragm is working. It's a muscle like any other. It needs exercise. And at the end of the inhalation, off we go, breathing out really slowly again through the nose. Feel your tummy and your chest deflate. Shoulders stay relaxed. And we do it all over again, breathing in through the nose, really mindfully feeling the breath, feeling the air going into your nose, filling your lungs, expanding your tummy. 
and then exhale really slowly this time. Really control that out breath. Let it go. Taking all the stress with it. And we're going to do one more slightly differently, Fiona. We are going to continue breathing in through the nose. We're going to breathe in in a moment. Now we're going to breathe in through the nose. I'll just explain it to you first. You're going to expand the chest, expand the tummy. And then as you breathe out, you're going to breathe out through your mouth and you're going to kind of purse your lips so that you can control the out breath. And you're going to make it the longest, slowest out breath you have ever done. So are you ready? Yeah, yeah I'm ready. In through the nose, in through the nose, really expand your lungs. Diaphragm moves down as it should. Your tummy expands. And then you're going to breathe out, purse your lips, and the slowest exhalation you could ever do. Really slowly out. Let it go, let it go, let it go. All the stress is leaving me. And breathe in. <laughs> oh, wow. I've never breathed out like that before. <laughs> Tell you now, it's magic. Um, the thing about the exhalation, that's the one that actually activates the sympathetic nerve, uh, the parasympathetic, sorry, nervous system. So it takes you away from, from fight or flight. Right, okay. It's so, all so good. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it, if students can take that away for, for you know, for over the next, like, the week and a half, even the teachers, oh, it's not, oh, the parents, oh, my God, it's, it's everybody oh. that's involved with somebody that has, you know, yeah. some, some sort of exams going on at the moment. Yeah. College students as well, they're they're in exams yeah. and continuous for the next few months as well. So they are. for everybody, anybody, that that was yeah, to actually stop and think yeah. uh, about what your what your body is doing is quite what strange. By by the last one there, I got I got into the rhythm. Yeah, <laughs> and you see before. There's an old um, Buddhist. I, I found like as soon as I was finished, I was slouching down. So no, sit up straight. Yeah. Sit up straight and see, are you breathing through the, th uh, sorry, I can't speak, through the day? Are you breathing through your mouth? We all do. We're yeah, like, oh, I, I think my whole entire life. <laughs> and that, come here, come here. That has changed <laughs> our facial our, uh, structure. Well, Both okay. Changed our facial structure. Again, science. Um you know, so if we can train ourselves just even a couple of minutes a day to breathe through the nose, to do what we sh what we have, you know, our, our to do. bodies, it's there to breathe through, you know, yeah. we don't, we breathe through this. Um, but so, in all breathing through your nose, there's, you know, with the science side of it, it's, yeah. you, your nose is built so that it filters as well. So but, yes. and you're not filtering through your mouth as well. So it would also help with not catching every cold. <laughs> um, but um, it, like the difference then, between, what, what is the difference between clinical reflexology and reflexology? Are they two different things or are they? So you start usually when you start, uh, when you begin your reflexology journey, you start with classical. Okay. So classical has, um, my mem memory of it anyway, I'm trying to remember, that's a very long time ago. Um, God, it's called <laughs> century. Oh, um, it's, it has a linear process. 
which is perfect. It's beautiful. Um, but as you kind of, I can only speak for myself, you kind of want more information. And I wanted something that was very much subjective to the clients that I have. They're so diverse. Um, so I started exploring other avenues as well. And the clinical side of it really is you, you're talking about cancer support, pregnancy, fertility. You're talking about working with um, anxiety and depression. Um, and we don't cure, by the way. Anyone who comes in and says, I can cure that. No, no, run away, run away. Um, so you start with classical and that has the structure. Mm-hmm. The other thing I will say, anyone who is interested in starting, any, any of the teens out there who are starting are thinking, you know, I'd love that. Mm. Please take this thing away from, from this. Is setting boundaries is incredibly important because you will be burned out before you know it. You will be giving so much of yourself, so much of your energy, that burnout. And then you'll start resenting and burnout and resentment go hand in hand, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Um, setting boundaries, that's something that they don't always teach you when you're working with holistic therapies. It's something you have to learn and creating that boundary. But in life, I think, Fiona, isn't it, that setting boundaries can be very difficult, especially for people who are, are people pleasers. Mm. And they give, they give and they give and people go, oh, they'll give, let's take, you know. So yeah. setting boundaries, it's incredibly difficult and incredibly, you feel guilty and this word guilt should go away. It's incredibly important for your mental and physical well-being to mm-hmm. set, to keep boundaries. So that's one thing. And I suppose when you're sitting trying to, to think of a career that you might like, boundaries are important in all careers. Mm-hmm. As you're working hours and hours and hours and your personal life is thrown away, you know. Yeah. So yeah. That took a segue, didn't it? It's kind of <laughs> it, but that's that's the way that's the way the podcasts go. <laughs> in the chat, you know, we start off um it, it's to give students that 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 and teachers um that little bit of insight into what it's like for different careers because this is you know the we we, when we went to school which is i think this is something that i have said in every podcast now at this stage but when we went to school it was you you were going to college or you were going straight into um a trade or or uh you know an intermediate intermediate job so you know you had you, you finished school you went to work that was you know you had yes. to grow very very quick um and now they 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 they're start you know not now it's taken a few years but like they are yeah. looking at alternatives so you know apprenticeships are now um big on the rise mm-hmm. and and I, they're fantastic for people to go i mean like for for hairdressing beauty um any kind of physical even physiotherapy um and psychotherapy it, i know there's degrees out there for it but you can start yeah. off by doing an apprenticeship or a plc course and working your way up and it's seeing those other routes that are there and having chats like this and hearing about how we as adults have gotten to our destination it's not always you know where we end up in our career points as well because 
I, I have found that, um, like yourself, a lot of people have learned and changed and progressed over their career path. So you don't just either uh, finish school and go straight into an apprenticeship. That's four years of learning. You yeah. um, can go into college and not like what you're doing in college and change your college um, program. So you can go from a diploma to a degree to a master's to have so many letters behind your your name. Um, some of it's all point orientated, and that stresses people out as well. Um, what, what stresses parents out is that they've changed it from A B C <laughs> to H. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, not understanding that side of it and just by the end of it you just go well how many points do you need for, for that course so there's a lot of um, career guidance counsellors are amazing like they they are not just there to guide you um, in school teachers are, are looking after at least 900 kids um, yeah. on any given day um, and their minds and what they'd like to do they, mm. they they have to make those choices. There's some things that in life that you have to make choices while you're in school to um, what subjects you need to do to go and pursue the career that you'd like to do. Um, and I stress like to do because you may end up in that career not liking it. Changing <laughs> path altogether. Um, uh, or go into the world and and with work experience especially in ty it's great do you yeah. you know like with work experience go to the industries or like yeah, go to a wellness center if if you're into yoga and reflexology and you know uh alternative uh healing um mm -hmm. uh, mind body and soul this would be a work experience as well, coming to the wellness center and learning how, how you work um, rather than going to work in your local shop, which you might not want to do as a career, you know? So, um, but people wouldn't automatically think that this is a career as well. Um, yeah. it, it, it turns out to be a career, but it's oh. that they would at you know, 14, 15, 18 years of age would think of doing it kind of would be a prog progress wouldn't it a process would. yeah and I suppose th thinking about it as well um would I recommend that a 15 a 14 15 16 year old come in uh to holistics probably I would say wait particularly because of what I said a while ago about the boundaries like you need to be a strong person to set those boundaries otherwise you're taken for granted mm -hmm. um, but it's a, it is definitely you can there's so much choice out there it's it's mind-blowing the mm. choice out there now for people and how to get to wherever um you just reminded me of something there Fiona a friend of mine <laughs> a friend of mine decided that she wanted to be a pharmacist okay and she wanted to be particularly a pharmacist, a pharmacy technician. That was her thing. She wanted to be okay. a work experience in a pharmacy and hated every second of it. Oh, no. Oh, God. It's okay. <laughs> and it wasn't where she was working. She just couldn't get over the, well, so much to do, you know. Um, so she's in, in design. She designs these most amazing, the most amazing uh, light structures for hotels. You can't even call them light bulbs and light, you know, whatever they call them. Um, yeah, so oh, art. 
So she's gone from, she's gone from, uh, from pharmaceutical to art and design. That, that is. <laughs> and that's from working, her work experience. <laughs> okay. Like, no. So it is definitely the right year to take advantage of, of learning what, what the career yeah. paths are yeah. out there. And that's the end of part one. Stay tuned for part two.